0: You're listening to What the Flux. This is Brett. And this is Justin, and it's Tuesday, the 4th of February. Justin, very good morning to you very and very excited to, to be here. And let me just tell you, it's exciting news because yesterday it was officially legal in Canberra to possess and smoke marijuana. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It's exciting isn't that? for those who are interested, of course. Of course. Brett, Clive Palmer has spent $83 million in his attempt to get a seat in the 2016 election. Think about what seats you could buy for $83 million. Gold encrusted, diamond encrusted, but not one in Parliament. <laughs> not one in Parliament. Now, I am particularly excited this morning because we have three amazing stories they for, the are show. Good ones. for our first story today. Now, we don't often talk real estate on the show, it's but true. if you were to go and check out a place to buy a rent, where would you go? Oh, realestate.com.au? Yes, yes. Domain? Yes, exactly. And they do a pretty good job. Now, let me introduce you to their almost unknown little rival, realestateview.com.au. The former head of real estate website Domain. Anthony Catalano, and his business partner, Anthony Wiselitz, has become the largest shareholders in Australia's third largest real estate classifieds website, realestateview.com.au. Now, this is not to be confused with realestate.com.au. No, don't get confused. Very different. You see, the pair invested around $10 million for a 26% ownership of the company. Now, let's put that into perspective. Realestate.com.au is the original. billion, a large, large number. Domain is worth $2.21 billion, a very large number as well, not as large, but still a big number. And then if we just slide down the table here, we've got Real Estate View, which is the third biggest, worth $38.5 million. So taking on REA and Domain head on would be a David versus Goliath fight. But Real Estate View's aim is to take on domain and realestate.com in the states and cities where the two big dogs are the weakest. Now, you've got to admire Real Estate View here because I never saw David take on two Goliaths at the same time. He is a monster. But not surprisingly, there are a number of other players who are circling this lucrative market. Another property portal called zango.com.au has also just launched today. But Real Estate View, thanks to its new owners who also own other media assets, will now have a combined digital audience of 5.4 million people. And what's the key learning here? As we know, property is the great Australian dream. As Daryl Kerrigan from The Castle says, it's It's not not a a house, house, it's a home. Aussies love property. That's true. But these online real estate businesses are increasingly becoming more than just places to find a place to buy or rent or find a housemate. Last year, REA Group, owner of realestate.com.au, purchased SmartLine personal mortgage advisors, I know, a weird move, as an attempt to branch into mortgage broking. And this deal has complemented their existing partnership with NAB, which is actually funding those realestate.com.au home loans that they offer to all of its users. So where do you reckon the big players are going next? Who knows, maybe REA and Domain will become like Zillow in the US who claim they're using tech and algorithms to actually buy and flip houses in 90 days. Could be the next thing. Could be big, can't see it happening here though. Now onto story two. A big congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl in a huge comeback. It was exciting, wasn't it? It was very exciting. 80 commercials appeared during the Super Bowl broadcast, which attracted an audience of just over $100 Now, the advertising costs for one of these slots is $8.4 million for just 30 seconds of ads. Brett, did you see Google's ad, The Little Redder? I did, actually. Very moving. Honestly, I'm not crying. You are. No, you're crying. (laughs) No, you are. (laughs) What is the key learning here? Super Bowl ads have become more about brand values than about brands themselves. There's a broader trend going on. Companies are spending their marketing efforts on their reputation rather than just selling their products. This year, advertisers, ranging from beer companies to skincare companies, aired ads that focused on things like equality, social justice, and support for small businesses. For instance, Microsoft ran an ad profiling the San Francisco's 49ers coach, Katie Sowers, The first woman to coach an NFL team. And of course, for the first time in history this year, not one, but two political candidates ran ads during the Super Bowl, Donald Trump and Michael Bloomberg. For our third and final story, the millennial obsession with wellness and self-care has led to a booming business for meditation apps. The top 10 highest grossing meditation apps of 2019 drew to a whopping $195 million. That's a 52% year-on-year increase. Well, apps like Calm, Headspace, and 10% Happier have been leading the way. In 2019, 52 million first-time users downloaded one of the top 10 meditation apps. But what's been really interesting is that the apps have benefited from the consumer shift to the subscription-based businesses. And over time, the category is likely to grow even more. So what's the key learning here? Millennials have grown up with internet access, giving us the ability to learn more about wellness and self-care. Kids these days are born not knowing about Snake on a Nokia 3210. That is real torture. The earliest memories in my life were playing Snake. Absolutely. Now getting back to the meditation apps. The always-on connectivity with regards to how we use the internet is reported to lead to anxiety and depression. While screen time alone doesn't cause harm, the way it's used can. Self-care apps, and particularly meditation apps, can help to alleviate these problems. If the Flux family have any recommendations about meditation apps, hit us up on Insta. I would love to hear them. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.